0: are currently listening to these are bad movies i'm amanda ferriante and, and my co-host i'm is amy bell going to be introduced momentarily oh my gosh <laughs> i was about ready to commend all of our listeners on the good choice they've made in listening to this podcast and then you go and throw that out the window hey i i started with a plan and you weren't with the plan you're supposed to intuit these things and be on board oh man whoa all right. Um well, we're all about making bad choices and apparently M- so are you. <laughs> <laughs> so today's bad choice is uh was it what's it called? Suicide Squad, is that all it's called or is there like some sort of sequel name to it? I I haven't bothered to check. Suicide Squad, The Suicide Ning 2. Don bom bom. We got rid of Jared Leto. Oh. I never saw the first one. I never saw the first one either. But I did see Harley Quinn and the Emancipation of the Birds of Prey, which I enjoyed very much. But okay. That was directed by somebody different. It had a largely different cast. Was not following up on the story of the first Suicide Squad movie almost at all. I wouldn't even put it in the same series. Okay. Well, I'm... uh, I'm just happy to be included in movie night sometimes, but I just... It's almost not possible for this to inadvertently be a good movie. I mean, some of the movies that we watch, while we have things to say about them, they, they are ob- okay. objectively good movies. Objectively, not subjectively. Yes. Yeah. So... This one's probably gonna be bad on both ends. It's, this one's gotta be just... I mean, I'm hoping I'm going to have things to say about it. Like, sometimes things are so bad, I just sit there and stun silence. Like, I hope it's not like Mormon cinema level bad. You can't say things like that because they have no context. Because we never released that episode. But we talk about the ghost episode that we've never released. Have we talked about it on the podcast? Yeah, we have. I don't recall. Yeah, we have. There is, a, there is an episode about uh mormon cinema that we have never released because it was so bl- bad it just rendered us both speechless and uh nothing interesting came out of it did we try to record it two or three times at least two yeah but three sounds reasonable too i think we tried to record it twice the first night and then once the next day and it was better the, th- the third time around but it just wasn't fun it was just sad it made me sad it's like a funeral for a movie <laughs> giving last rights <laughs> hopefully we don't have to perform last rights for this movie hopefully it's just the regular kind of bad no if, if anything the impression i get which is a small impression because i'm largely avoiding the internet and social media where one might learn about movies and other things is that this is sort of a soft reboot and so i think it's going to probably be better than the first one But still not great. Okay. All right. Well, it's about time to go. You ready to do this? I'm going to. All right. It's happening. Let's go. Well, that was certainly an experience and one in which we were joined by a friend. I know. And we actually went to see a movie and came back with a guest. (laughs) (laughs) Hi. (laughs) I'm the guest. (laughs) This is someone I knew beforehand, so we didn't just bring up a rando from the movie theater like, hey, you're part of the
1: show now. But I could see us doing that eventually. I mean, you've known me for, we've hung out one time before this. So this is my friend Ami. Hi. Who picked the movie. Hi. And <laughs> she's
0: the only one of us who's seen the first one. No, but but what's the funny thing here is that Ami picked the movie, not knowing that it was going to be for a bad movie podcast. Like, she just wanted to go see the movie and we were like, "Guess what? Bad choice." Come I mean, defend yourself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> to be fair, I have I am a connoisseur of bad movies, so this is right up my alley. Excellent. I saw this and thought this was going to be a train wreck and I'm going to love every second of it.
0: Yeah, Perfect. Dude, we like bad things. All the time. We like bad things. Constantly. Oh, yeah. That's why we're friends.
1: Every facet of my life. Oh. <laughs> oh.
0: I was talking about Amy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry. Uh-oh. Oh. I'm going to go ahead and cry through the rest <laughs> yeah, of this podcast. Right. Yeah, right. All right, Lord of the Plot. Keep it short and sweet. This is does not require in-depth analysis no, plot-wise. No, no. So there's this prison... And there's people in this prison. (laughs) (laughs) And a lot of them have superpowers and are bad guys because they kill people. Even if they've got nice personalities, they kill people. So, prison. But the person running the prison has it worked out that she can send them on like black ops missions to cut off some of their sentence. And if they die, they die. Whoopsie. And that's where the name Suicide Squad comes from. Anyway, so you start the movie with this group... And they're terrible. And they're very funny to look at. And then it turns out they all basically die, except for Harlequin and spoiler alert, Weasel, which is a large
1: weasel weasel humanoid.
0: (laughs) It's like a six foot tall weasel. It looks like a werewolf, but we're told it's a weasel. And he eats, no, he kills and presumably eats children, which is why he ends up in prison. (laughs) Anyway, and then hard cut, you figure out. Actually, the movie is about the second Black Ops team that the first black Black Ops team died as a distraction for. And they're going into this country to basically eradicate any evidence of this experiment called Starfish, which was started by the United States. And the United States doesn't want anybody to know about it. And this comes out throughout the movie and da 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 But anyway, the second team features... Coco Dot Man and John Cena and Ildris Elba Rat Girl and Shark Boy, oh my God. voiced by voiced by Stallone, and it's very good and it's very funny. I was watching
1: for Sylvester Stallone through that entire movie and I'm like, never saw him. No, he was the shark. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he was inside the shark, didn't you see him? <laughs> yeah.
0: All those people he was eating. You know, usually when they <laughs>
1: animate things, they make it kind of look like the actor,
0: but no. No, he was just lending his voice talent. Okay. I think people are a lot more okay with that whole thing as a concept ever since we got Vin Diesel as Groot. Yeah. Just saying. Um. Anyway, they show up. Harley Quinn has a love interest briefly <laughs> with a uh, cooing uh, leader of this country, Cooing as in, he's a warlord, not a pigeon.
1: <laughs> you don't typically use the word cooing. Scary <laughs> for starting a, a war. He, he did a successful
0: coup. I'm just, <laughs> just going to coo at you. He, he did own birds. That's he, true. Birds were a large feature of this romance. But Anyway, she kills him because... She's vowed to murder the next man she dated as soon as she saw a red flag. And the whole killing children thing was a bit of a red flag. And then she gets rescued by the rest of the Black Ops team, led by Ildris Elba. And No, 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 no. They come to rescue her. She rescues herself and is like, yes. what y'all doing? Can I before draw Before they it? even start. Yes. Thank you very much. Good point. And, and throughout the movie, not at the very beginning, but throughout, you get sort of backstory stuff. Like, shark guy, you don't need an explanation. He's just a shark and a guy. It's okay. Uh, but you learn about Eldritch <clears throat> Elba's fear of rats and Rat Girl's love of rats. Featuring her father, Takai Titi, which I appreciate very much. <laughs> love I- seeing that guy.
1: I just got to peep in. It's, it's Rat Catcher. Rat catcher, not, not, rat catcher and Ratcatcher 2. Yes, but you see, it's important to mention that because that's a character. No, they're all characters. Okay, yes, they're all characters, but that's a character that matters to me. Okay.
0: Okay, Ratcatcher. Okay. But you're cool deep dive. with <laughs>
1: just calling it
0: Idris Elba's character, Idris Elba. Oh, it's like- blo- And John Cena's character, John just, Cena. Uh, the Peacemaker and Black Death. Bloodlust. Bloodlust. Bloodsport? Bloodsport. Bloodsport. Bloodsport.
1: Blood <laughs> what sport does he play? Blood.
0: <laughs> Plays blood. Uh,
1: <laughs> Varsity Blood team.
0: And al- also um Craig Ferguson's friend who played a doctor in Doctor Who is there as the thinker and he's running human experiments via starfish. Was that Craig Ferguson's friend? I mean, I can't <laughs> even name him. I kept thinking that they got uh No, they're real-life friends. I thought I kept thinking Older they got Scottish men. <laughs> I kept thinking it was Kevin M- McDonald dressed up as Hellraiser. No, that's no, a real name. actor man. He did a Doctor Who. Kevin McDonald's a real actor. <laughs> but I can't picture that man's face. Kids in the Hall. Oh, which one's he? The goofy curly haired one. No, that was not him. No, Amy, this is a it whole other. Like Kevin McDonald no, dressed no, no, no. up as Hellraiser. No, no, no. This is a Scottish man, not a Canadian dude. <laughs> he was a doctor recently canadians can do accents yeah but no this guy's actually scottish okay and i know they're friends because i watched the episode where craig ferguson interviewed him and said they were friends don't they always say that no but it seemed like they ran in the same circles growing up is
1: what i'm saying all right so they were friends
0: exactly (laughs) but anyway he's there and they find out that actually america is bad (laughs) And Peacemaker is like, I'm gonna keep that whole thing a secret, and everyone else is like, uh, maybe not. And then Peacemaker dies, except he didn't. Dun 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 dun. But you find that out later. And you gotta stay till the very end. The starfish gets all kaiju on and goes floppy stompy through the town. <laughs> Cause it's his city now. It's a starfish. So it was very floppy stompy. Yeah, so then eventually the starfish is killed via rat and Harley Quinn javelin, which is what it sounds like. Yeah, and it was actually really nice to look at. I was like quite pleased. It
1: was very visually appealing. Chef's kiss. Yes. I, in a gross way, found it nauseating.
0: Well, it it was disgusting, but very cool
1: to look at. Okay. Very pleased. It was very vibrant. Yeah. It's almost like, you know. Like being okay, eaten,
0: being eaten from the marks. inside out. And also Harley Whoa. Quinn is there. Floating in eyeball juice. Whoa. With her eyes open. Yeah, like,
1: you get to see but everything. But she was
0: holding her breath the whole time because you didn't see any air bubbles. So I think she was also like, hmm, a little gross. And just kept it in. to survey the beauty of it
1: all well yeah it's like when you stare out from like really clear water from the bottom mm-hmm. and you can look up and see the sky yeah but she still knew she was in starfish eye juice <laughs> yeah and then there also were rats pouring in and chewing and get- <laughs> but chewing but that wasn't all up upsetting for her she was like yeah rats well yeah who who's afraid of rats is anything edris I elba, rats.
0: Edris elba his character it's his character? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If
1: that's your character's fatal flaw, then I feel like the character. His fatal
0: flaw was that he's a terrible murderous man. <laughs> Let's not get it wrong.
1: I mean, <laughs> he he did not. Okay, no, he did kill. No, all, off people. all of the
0: characters in this movie are terrible, which is why it's funny when they die. Like it's really working on the comedy
1: level. Polka dot guy dying made me kind of sad. Well, yeah, because
0: you un- you understand and relate to his vi- violent hatred of his mother, like. It's such a good movie in so many ways. Um, that is a bit of a strong statement. You know what, the I'm still wrapping up the plot. And then the um, Eldris Elba's character named... Bloodsport. Bloodsport. Extorts the government for their freedom with the evidence of America's wrongdoings. Yes, and also Viola Davis's character decides not to fire everybody. In an interesting move, she was badass in that, though she was. But she was like one of the main antagonists, and eventually, her employees rise up and smack her her on the head with a <laughs> so that she can't push the insta death button on the black ops team, who's wanting to save an entire country from starfish monster. Spoiler alert! I already said that. Oh, and then. I wasn't the listening credits to roll. you. That's not new. And we have a fight. <laughs> and then uh, it, it also turns out <laughs> wasn't a fight. It turns out Peacemaker is alive. Dun, 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 dun. Setting up another movie in the franchise. And that's the plot. Okay. I feel good about that. That yeah.
1: felt insanely, like that felt like you're actually insane and you just read off something that was just like, Brewing in your brain. Yeah,
0: but did you not just see that movie though?
1: I did, and I experienced the same thing, and I enjoyed it a lot. Uh Ditto. But like, but like, you still sound crazy.
0: Oh yeah, that's part of the gig. I'm the I'm Lord of the plot. Like, I gotta sound crazy sometimes. No, 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 it's not
1: you. It's the
0: plot. It's both. Yeah, the plot. (laughs) The plot's a little off the rails. No, look, I. We'll throw down with Amanda any time about, you know, anything really. But True. I really think it was the plot, not Amanda, that sounded crazy this time. This time.
1: <laughs> it can be both. I
0: mean, it can. But, but well, this let's start. Time... Let's start arguing about the movie and less about Amanda. Yeah.
1: Dang. Don't want to be the center of attention? I
0: did it before we started rolling and it was very uncomfortable. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so let's keep it going. My turn.
0: Okay. Yeah, do you want to defend this? No, I think think you're taking the point that it's bad, even though you enjoyed it, right? Yeah. So what were your badnesses?
1: Okay, so one trend that superhero movies have been on for what feels like way, way, way too long is the insert amount of jump cuts and every single fight scene just felt so... Every fight scene in every superhero movie I've seen in like the past 10 years just feels so like, Jarring, like it doesn't mm-hmm. feel like a fight. It just feels like I'm watching The Matrix for the first time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and but that was, was such a
0: powerful viewing.
1: Okay, but that movie was. I'm talking about The Matrix. The Matrix. Okay, yeah. The Matrix is one of like my favorite films. Yes. And I will defend that. And I know that sounds like I'm really, really lame. But i no, really we like already that had movie. that
0: episode. Did yeah, you really? We, we
1: did The Matrix on this. Yeah. Oh God, I should have done my homework. No, it's okay. We sort of we this we on sprung you. this on you. No.
0: But anyway, continue. So you don't like the action scenes.
1: The action scenes felt very lame. There were a lot of forced comedy sections, which was really sad because there was a lot of moments in that where I I was actually laughing. Yes. Oh yeah. Like a lot of that movie, I mean, even without, you know, the other moviegoers that are present in this podcast, there were other people in the audience actually laughing. Yes. In actual like humor and not just
0: I I do think at times Where they tried to do comedy, it slightly tipped over dark humor and into just a little bit overly grotesque. Like they almost missed the dark humor mark by a little bit. Which ones? Because I really did appreciate John Cena stabbing a man to death multiple times. I thought that was quite funny. So I don't know where the really dark humor over the edge stuff happened. Yeah, I didn't care for that. scene where they just walked up and like nonchalantly chopped a guy up i thought that was like the terrible people yeah they're making a contest at a murder yeah and up until that one it was a little bit a little bit funny like they straight up killed a guy in his birthday suit yeah i know it it wasn't that scene wasn't even really what i was talking about like they were really trying to do humor at all times. Yes. And sometimes there were, like, uh, children carcasses. Oh, I didn't. Human children. I didn't notice. Like, being eaten by starfish. And, like, you know. I did not notice the children. That's what I'm saying. Like, just, they were trying to do humor all the time. And sometimes the imagery was just, like, a
1: little on the side of, like,
0: eh. I eh. really only saw adults.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I felt like I did see, like, Kids at some point, but I never saw them like actually be affected. Like you have to make that leap, and I feel like it's totally fair to make that leap. But me not directly seeing that makes it a little easier for me to just laugh at it. Yeah,
0: and that's what I'm saying. It was like it—it's like it just kind of tilted past dark humor a few times. Yeah, they just took it a little bit. um,
1: Well,
0: it was a gore fest from the very beginning. Yeah, yeah. Like when Pete Davidson lost his face from the very beginning.
1: That was kind of a surprise to me. I wasn't expecting it to be as gory as it was. Well, I never saw the first one. But
0: then as soon as Pete Davidson lost his face, I was like, okay, this is that kind of movie.
1: Yeah, and like I was really happy that I kind of like came into this with I really don't know what to expect because like sometimes that can be a little triggering for me. But of oh. course, yeah, head head explosions aren't my thing. So when they started talking about, you know, Bombs planted in heads. I was like, okay, this could be a problem. Yeah. Eh. I was good. That's good. Yeah. No, that movie definitely, if you're not into gore fests, you're going to despise that movie. Also, even without the gore,
0: it is very gross. Yes. It's a gross movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Which... I don't think that's something that I necessarily begrudge people too much. Um, You know, that can be fun. I do think we are moving farther along the trail of desensitizing to everything. I mean, gore is supposed to make you uncomfortable and they did everything they could to make gore ridiculous. Yes. In a way that like even mocky gore stuff that I've seen before didn't quite go that's the other thing like um I've seen a lot of gore that was like just supposed to be absurd and like dark comedy just for the amount of gore it was is it usually lower budget is yes. that the difference that is mm, it might be mm-hmm. that, that's not a bad but it was also just the like whole that it it had this like light-heartedness to it that was quite a juxtaposition position to the gore whereas like most gore does have some comic relief this was going to for gory comedy yes it was a gory comedy yes it was just a little bit extra (laughs) there were parts of it that were certainly uncomfortable to watch yes yeah just a little bit extra and i'm not even like saying I didn't walk out of the movie. Like, no. that's not what happened here. So I think the worst thing for me was the starfish, because I have to imagine they drilled through the skull to get to the brain, or the tentacles went up the nose. And you didn't directly see it, but you did see the little starfish appendages, and that was, like, for me. That sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> 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 the starfish that haunts Amanda's nightmares no, made it saying, to the big like, screen. Like that, <laughs> like usually movie monsters, it's like, oh, it's gonna eat you, not like it's going to like break your face.
1: It's not gonna cut a star shaped hole into your face and use your corpse like a play doll.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, a lot of tentacles in this movie. If you're into that kind of thing,
1: God, that's true. <laughs>
0: yeah. <sighs> oh. I'm not going to go there. Okay. This isn't that kind of podcast, y'all. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, okay, so the action, the gratuitous gore, which was, you know, I think that's the movie people are signing up to see. I mean, I'm not, like I said, I'm not really begrudging the movie, those things. I did think there was a nice knife fight.
1: I did like the knife fight.
0: hmm It was a good knife fight. It had very I usually pay attention to knifey knives. knife fightness when did that happen it was pretty brief and it was um i like what's his name got killed with the toilet piece i think it was when harley was escaping yeah. or was it harley in the it was harley i think
1: there was that brief in the i guess i could see where that scene was kind of good I mean, there was a couple really good scenes, like just brief scenes of combat. But when fighting was like the main thing going on, uh-huh. it always felt very dramatic. Yeah, it felt very, it felt very superhero-y, where everything was super jumpy and everything. And there's
0: no weight
1: to it, right? Yeah.
0: Whereas there was one knife fight scene that looked like everybody took some good knife fight lessons. For long enough to shoot a real knife fight scene, and I was like, "Hey, look at that!" Well, and that's that's that is a thing about the the movie, the superhero movies, and and action movies. More recently, is they will put their actors through a lot of training for these action scenes, and then they cut it all up,
1: so mm-hmm. you can't really follow it visually. Which is so unfortunate because that's a lot of effort. Uh, do you think and it maybe it started with the
0: Jason Bourne? I, I, I feel like Jason Bourne changed fight I don't know, a but bit.
1: I do really miss
0: fighting movies that had fighting professionals in it, like the Bruce Lee movies, like even Jean Claude Van Damme and even Jackie Chan. Uh, you know, they brought the fight mm. to the show, and the show was based around their fighting skills, and it was so fun to watch a real professional, Mm -hmm. like, throw down. It's choreographed, but it's a beautiful ballet of brutality, and I love it. So along that vein, talking superhero media, the Daredevil Netflix series, the action in that is very, very good, and because it hurts to watch, because the people fighting are getting hurt and tired and just, like don't want to do it anymore but have to pick themselves up to keep going and they at least once per season will do an um a long take in an action scene
1: mm-hmm.
0: where you know the camera does not cut away and you see the whole thing yeah those are beautiful yeah. to me i would rather sit and watch two hours of that than two hours of jump
1: cutty mm-hmm. stuff personally. yeah but making two hours of that one thing you want yeah. is probably, it is a lot more effort than two hours yeah. of Jump Cut. Well, yeah. and
0: and the Marvel Netflix team-ups have been canceled because yeah. it's from a different branch, a different production studio than the movie side. So you, you weren't, there was no crossover in the movies and the TV show side of things. It so They were doing speak. it differently. Yeah. Well, my complaint... And, and Do you want to do a complaint? I mean, do you have a complaint, Amanda? I don't want to derail things. Because I, I have a feeling that I'm just going to annoy you both.
1: That's okay. When I get into this. No, that's fine. Are you
0: going to get into the Nazi thing? Like, I was surprised that Nazis came up. And then I was like, I shouldn't be surprised that Nazis came up. But also, like... It was sort of like a passing, ah, Nazis. Yes. That will factor into it. Okay. And then, and then, here's here's what I dislike I hate the prison system. Okay. Yeah. In in this life and and the next, but also in in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I hate the prison system because they are abusing. These characters, like it's called Suicide Squad in the first movie, and then the second movie is just the Suicide Squad, which I think is quite clever as a way of disowning the previous one, which no one liked. <laughs> um, so that's the difference in titles, Amy. This okay. one had a "the" in it. Yeah, I saw the "the." Um, but it's a complete abuse of power to literally put these like, and it's like, not unrealistic. No, it's not. Like, that's what we actually do. But it wasn't a critique of that. No. It wasn't a critique of it at all. It was just kind of I like, mean, oh, yeah, okay. and And using the quote-unquote justice system as leverage, like, that is an actual plot point in this movie. It is, they're holding it is the inciting daughter hostage. It is the inciting incident that gets this movie rolling. Yeah, they're holding... Uh, A prison sentence over Idris Elba's daughter's head because to force him to sign up for a suicide mission. Yeah, because she stole something and in the state of Louisiana, a 16-year-old can be tried as an adult. And if that happens, she'll be sent to the exact same prison full of literal (laughs) supervillains that he's at. And he says... Gosh darn it, okay, I guess I'll do your dirty work where I may end up exploded out the back of my head or dead by other means. <laughs> Rolled on by a floppy octa <laughs> starfish monster kaiju. Yeah. And and all of Eyeball. the em- all of Viola Davis's employees are like, you wouldn't really do that to his kid, would you? Like that's the, the, the fine like that's the moral line and compass throughout this whole movie is like, but not the kids. And, and it turns out, but yeah, the kids. Exactly. Always the kids. Yes. And everybody else. Even, yes. Even the there peace. There you go. You just pointed to one of the th- times where kids came into it and everybody was like, well, that's funny. No. I, you were talking about starfish kids and I didn't notice any that starfish too. kids. But anyway. Children were harmed. Literally, Peacemaker's thing is I love peace to the point of I'll do it. I'll go through any man, woman, or child to make it. <laughs> He says that in the movie.
1: I mean, and I love the scene where him and... Oh, I forget his name. Wasn't it like Black Hawk or something? The the other Red flag. That one. Which I feel like he was in the Jessica Jones series. I don't think... I mean maybe the character, like the person but a different no
0: th- i meant the actor the actor i, I like, think so yeah but anyway continue but yeah
1: regardless at the uh the end of the very gritty fight scene post them figuring or uh everything getting screwed up by uh polka dot man mm-hmm. uh when uh Peacemaker ends up stabbing him with that uh piece of toilet, uh, to- like bathroom ceramic, yeah, in the heart, and it like gives you some like Mortal Kombat fatality tier, like pokes into the heart, like yes, internal he is dead. camera, yeah, yeah, internal camera and everything. And as he's laying there, he's like, "Hey, Peacemaker, want to hear a joke?" And of course, he falls over dead because Peacemaker just killed him. No, I thought he said that Peacemaker was a joke. No, he said peacemaker. Let me tell you a joke. No,
0: I thought he or I like lem- I thought he called him a joke. Like your name is bullshit.
1: Well, yeah, that's the whole point of it regardless. yeah, We can argue the semantics on like that sentence, but essentially yeah. it's you're an idiot. You're a, you're a fraud. Yeah, you're a, a fraud. phony. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: yeah. That that actually plays a piece in what I had a problem with too. Was the prison system thing. Mm-hmm. My problem and I think i've gone off on this before but comic books used to make points about things that were coherent and when you rattled off the plot and everybody was like that sounds crazy it's like well that's because they didn't really come around to making a coherent point in this plot who's the bad guy is it the united states is it the bad guys is it the bad guys controlling the bad guys? Is it the bad guys in control of the like I, I choose D, all of the above.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, and like rule of thumb in every single movie I've seen in the superhero genre where America is mentioned as someone important, America's always the bad guy. But,
0: but because it's going to play to an American audience and being produced by people with Americans. American money And may even have military funding. They mitigate the point. Yes. Yeah. Uh, They almost made a point about American interference in South American Mm -hmm. politics. Mm -hmm. They almost made a point about um, like just the even when the Americans were trying to help the uh, guerrillas having the uprising. They killed all of them. They killed all of them. <laughs> they like because everyone looked the same. They almost to them, they almost made a point about the United States having secret weapons and stuff like that, and and, and using other people and their countries uh-huh. as fodder for their experiments in wars. Then. They almost made a point, and I'm not sure what point they were trying to make when they talked about the authoritarian government that was US-backed and the Nazi killing. And then they almost made a point about the government that took over after that and, you know, was in response to the atrocities by the former government. And then they failed to even make any point whatsoever about what the guerrillas were fighting for. Um, They wanted democracy. But when you have a lot of uprisings happening in South America right now and America embroiled, embroiled into the fighting, like, there are so many points to make. And they were like, these are things, not making points, but here's the stuffish. Well, here's, Flop. <laughs> here's something that was weird when it came up, and I still don't understand, is when Luna, the uh, the cooler, Warlord. The man?
1: The coer. I think the coer is what I'm going to be referring to him yeah,
0: as. the cooer. <clears throat> yeah, the cooer is, is oh, He brings Harley Quinn in because he's like, I'm trying <laughs> to- <laughs> It's <just> so confusing. <laughs> The man who does coos. Words. (laughs) Words are important, Amanda. (laughs) The man
1: who does coos. The coo man. (laughs) Cooman. Oh, no. no. Uh, Oh,
0: he he specifically brings um, Harley Quinn in as a show and as a ploy to gain favor from this this society that he's just cooed. Um, For hating Americans. Because she, to the The, people of the made-up nation, yeah, um, represents anti-American sentiment. And I'm like, but does she? Does she do it well enough? I know, like, that was so confusing to me, too. Like, Like, are they making a point with this? She just blows stuff up. That's the most visible thing she, like, she's in crime. Is she supposed to be representative of something in society? Did they get that deep? I mean, there's so many metaphors in like, but Superman. I don't think it, I don't think it was a metaphor at all in this. Exactly, it was like, yeah, we like you because you blow stuff up and you steal things, and like, exactly, all of our criminals do that. What? Why are so, you trying to date this one?
1: Because she's pretty. Yeah, <laughs> there were
0: so many metaphors in Superman. There were so many metaphors in Batman. Um, now I'm saying like. Old, old old comics. Uh, there was a lot of commentary on the Cold War. Uh, there was a lot of commentary on... Um, well, most of it really did go around the Cold War. Mm-hmm. And I, the fight of ideologies, you had the different ideologies being represented as different characters. You had um, the fear of atomic annihilation being represented in a lot of the superpowers that people had. Like it it was deep comic books were so deep here's the here's if i had to say that this this movie franchise was trying to do anything i would say it's probably just pointing out how ridiculous comic books can be because these are all b-lists why would this be pointing it out i mean they are the comic books amy they're B-list characters. They've, like, it's like with Deadpool, where they couldn't afford the rights to any of the other X-Men, so they get like the cast-off X-Men and work with what they got. Except, I just don't think they're trying to make that point by making a blockbuster. You know what I'm saying? No, I think it would just be like, it's ridiculous. Like, in this movie, if Rat Girl doesn't like you, you'll get eaten by rats, and that's just what's gonna happen. Like, this guy got turned into a superhero monster into a dimensional disease man by his mother, and now he has, like, this weird face. He mental has to disorder. picture everyone as his mother before he murders them with even if he, polka dots. Even if he's not murdering them, he pictures his mother. Like, I think it's straight up a mental illness. And, like, it's ridiculous because so much of comics, while, like, there are comics that try to make a point. There's also just stupid things This that you you pay money for and someone gets paid for it but it's ridiculous and it may not be intentional that's what the ninja turtles were supposed to be for and it was hilarious That was that was good they actually like did the thing on purpose Mm -hmm. instead of just like yeah but now the ninja turtles are even their own thing yeah 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 like Man, I'm gonna be like, grumpy about it. That's fine. I'm gonna be grumpy. Be about grumpy. It. I am. Like I'm, I'm not saying say grumpy now. I'm not saying it's a good message. But if anything, no, I, it isn't a message. I think it would be just be like the whole point of making it. It's just like yeah, we got all of this IP. They want to make money off of it, and it, and it's stupid. But you're watching it anyway. This is late stage capitalism. Do you feel sad inside now?
1: I f- I feel sad inside uh, all the time. We live within a capitalist society. Thus, I am sad. Yeah.
0: yeah, because but the the range of creativity at this stage of our economy is, well, how much explosion can I get for this many monies? No, I'm really excited to see Lamb. I don't think there's any explosions in Lamb.
1: Not yet.
0: <laughs> I don't. I haven't seen. Which one's Lamb? You saw the trailer for it. Oh, did you, that that tells you how much it stood out to me. Well, you were very disturbed by it and said, I think that's a bad movie. <laughs> okay. Oh! Lamb, yeah. I want to see that one. Right? Like, I don't think there's any explosions in that, and I think it is a creative effort without having seen it. Okay. It's the one where it's a half lamb, half human child, and, like, the f- herd goes crazy. Oh my god! Oh, okay. I thought I saw it tonight. (laughs) No, 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 no. I remember that one. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Like
0: there are still Mm. creative efforts in media, Amy, just not ones you like.
1: (laughs) Yeah, see, that's the thing. Like horror's always been kind of interesting in that regard. It it
0: breaks genre. Like it's always in response to
1: something. If it's good, even if it's bad, I say even. I was going to say the bad ones almost. It's,
0: It's it it plays with the genre that people see in any given day like our horror this year is going to be very different than our horror 20 years ago mm-hmm. yes but i think our horror is reflecting now that's what i'm and saying And maybe this is what is disturbing to me it's reflecting a sense of not knowing which direction to point your fear yeah everything um, will kill you at any time and it's not it's 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 weird to me that the the people making movies aren't able to identify the actual fears in the populace right now, um, because I think they're there to be identified. I just haven't seen them. Like, well, watch Lamb, you might see it. And at the very least,
1: you'll see a half lamb, half human child. Oh no, half- I uh, I'll I'll go watch that movie. Like, yeah, and maybe I'll uh maybe I'll hate it. Or maybe there'll be explosions. Mm,
0: maybe the- I like explosions. Okay, so I mean, well, you were complaining about them okay, just a I don't ago. think having the like a string of explosions actually makes a plot. No, you- I gave the plot. <laughs>
1: There was was what it's worth. There was plot there. (laughs) Yeah,
0: there was plot.
1: Yeah. I mean, but a lot of the plot was furthered by simultaneous detonations of explosives and or the grotesque murder of like at least twenty people. Yes. Yeah. And none of those people had names like none of those people were relevant in any capacity. They were
0: just military citizens.
1: Yes. It's like, oh yes, we're we're rebellion. Don't like we learned about the rebellion after the entirety of the rebellion besides the leader was killed. But miraculously
0: person- she had this like team in reserve. She had one dude. Oh, they showed up at the at yeah. the presidential yeah. palace with like a, a- like five people squad like we're the rebellion hey yeah
1: well i'm sure that like once everything was going down it's like hey does anyone want to come storm the capital with me want to do a coup yeah do you do want to become it. a cooer stop it stop, stop it, it. <laughs> uh, we go a cooing let's go a cooing no
0: so. so yeah bad movie coo tunes someone needs to make like the whole january 6th thing into like the good feathers, like from Animaniacs, oh. where they're all pigeons. Why? And you have shaman pigeon. I wouldn't do them that service, actually. Ah, uh, I think that would make them feel cool. Well, they can feel as cool as they want in jail. Are they in jail yet? A lot of them are. Yeah. Oh, good. I didn't know that. Yeah. No, they're they're continually surprised at like what. Well, this is what I get for just not going online at all.
1: I know. Happy for you. I know. I know. Ignorance truly bliss, y'all. You know, yeah. I say once once I began to realize that I was listening to every single social dilemma and problem homogenized across the entire world all at once, I shut down a little bit.
0: Yeah. That's what keeps me going. I feed on the problems of the world. And just- I suck them in and put them out into movies, podcasts, m- movie podcasts. You're so worked up you can't even do podcast English. movies. Pa- podcasts and movies with the social problems. You know what? Amanda, what's your ubric? <laughs> mm, yeah. Okay, all right, all right. Rami? Ah, oh! a hawk i like that i like that okay that came from deep in the soul amy eh 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 spit at the mic no okay this is my mic okay spit it. you can clean it off so I you didn't, didn't know. you didn't dislike it enough to spit no okay well there we go folks do you want spitting spit yourself well, I didn't feel a spit. It I just didn't seemed, feel a spit either. It seems like maybe you might have been feeling oh, a
1: spit. That's all. You felt it felt very in the middle. Like right. it felt like you were like 50 either going to spit at the mic or not do anything. Yeah, like it was a coin
0: toss. Like, <laughs> that's absolutely spot on for how I feel about the movie, though. Wow. See, our Rubric system works,
1: y'all. Oh yeah, it does.
0: Like because you can't always express
1: in words, yeah, how you feel about something. I mean, I could describe my like silly honk noise. I mean but they heard it they heard it yeah exactly i know it's there all all this movie was for me was like here's some dopamine thank you for watching our movie yeah
0: yeah yeah i feel like i participated i'm just really upset uh that after watching this movie i've had to endure the word cooing <laughs> i just used <laughs> as in to it's a verb. Start a coup. I just... Oh,
1: my gosh. All right. You know what? I wish to coup. I, I have to... no government, and I must coup. <laughs> oh, man. I just did it. <laughs> stop it.
0: Stop it. No. Don't do this to <laughs> All right. I want to remind everybody that we are professionals. Don't watch D- these at home.